Can you hear that? I know I can. That's the sound of 13 fans and two dehumidifiers blowing non-stop. And this is the second time they've been in here. Guys, if you followed us at all, you know our house completely flooded. Every bit of the flooring was ruined. We're replacing drywall. We're ripping up nails. We're ripping up all kind of stuff to start fresh. But how accurate is that to our own faith? Guys, we talk a lot about deconstruction, but when you actually go through it, it takes on a whole different meaning. So as we go into 2020 and ring in the new year, Elaine and I are talking about life lessons we have learned from a literal deconstruction. Let's get right to it and turn these fans off. We are for the spiritual nomads, the outcasts, and the ones who desire to ask the hard questions. A shelter in the desert. A safe place to share our thoughts, our hopes, and our dreams. We are pursuing the truth, and we don't care about the consequences. We invite you to come and sit at our table and be a part of our tribe. We are brave. We are bold. We are the Reckless Pursuit. Hey everyone, welcome to the Reckless Pursuit. My name is Cody. And my name is Elaine. And this is episode 98. Yes, 98. It's so hard to keep track because our house is complete disarray. When we are recording this right now, you're probably hearing a hum and an echo and maybe a dog tapping around because we are sitting on a bench we brought in from the front porch on our bare <laughs> wooden floors to record this episode. As there's, in like no floor, just like the subfloor. Yes, there's just subfloor in our house right now all throughout it. And there are dehumidifiers running in the background. We actually had to turn off like 15 different blowers uh, I can actually turn one on. There's one right here next to us. We had to turn these things off just to be able to record for this very short... For the second time. Yes, for this very short episode because they make so much noise. So, guys, what are we even uh, going to be talking about today, Elaine? What are we doing? Life has been so crazy. Yeah, so I think this episode we should just talk about that. Life update, maybe our word for the year, and just kind of like where we're at, where we want this show to go in the next month or so, and like picking back up after vacation and what that looks like. Oh yeah, and also, uh, hey, it's 2020, guys. We're in a new year. We started off a new year literally deconstructing, not even figuratively. This is a literal deconstruction here, guys. So before we get into that, just a couple of really, really quick things. Nomads, that group is just blowing up. It is blossoming. If you are listening and you're not currently a part of Nomads, stop what you're doing. Pause this or keep listening, whatever, if you're listening on headphones. And just go and click that link and ask to be a part because we want to have you over there to keep this conversation going. That is the best place to keep the conversation from this show uh, moving forward. So yes, go and join Nomads. And also, uh, just a quick thing, this last week I was supposed to have an episode of Itinerant come out. I am taking a one-episode break. We will be back right at it, not this Thursday, but the next Thursday, because guys, to be really honest, I've been ripping trim and flooring and felt layer and drying out floors for the past for a while now. So we've been at it like nonstop trying to get the house back in order. And I have not had the eight hours I need to sit down and study and research and record and edit and all that. I was going to say it took 10 hours just to rip it all up. So. Yes. And that's not including all the other stuff we've already been doing. And haven't done yet. Yes. Yeah. A lot to come. 
And uh, yeah, without, uh, I guess, any other delays, let's get right into today's very brief episode on updates about what's going on, what the future holds, and especially, I guess, how this parallels over with faith during all of this madness. Here it comes. All right. So we're literally deconstructing everything right now in our house. We're having to fix drywall around the bottom of the house. We're ripping up flooring. New paint jobs. New paint. (laughs) We're having to sand subfloor. We're sitting in this echoey room with dehumidifiers running in the background. And uh, Elaine, you posted something really interesting. I'm just going to give you a second to just kind of share what you were seeing through all of this. Yeah, so... To be honest, I was not excited about this new year because if you listened to last week's episode, we kind of talked about how we came home from our vacation in New York City three days before Christmas to find out there was a flood in our house. And that's been crazy, which explains why we're ripping up flooring, putting in new floors. And so we barely made it through Christmas dinner. And a couple of days after that, before the new year, our fridge and freezer went out on us. And so we lost all the groceries and it's been very stressful. Not to mention almost destroying the garbage disposal. Yeah, I almost uh, just destroyed the garbage disposal because um, not one, but two shot glasses were in there. We have like a little espresso machine next to the sink, which maybe we should move that around. (laughs) But yeah, so I had um, obliterated a shot glass and almost broke the garbage disposal. Yeah, locked it up and it wouldn't. At the same time that our groceries went bad. So it's just been very stressful and honestly like i'm the more i guess like positive person um i always try to look at the bright side of things up until new year's eve it just kind of got to me i just went to bed at 10 30 did not care about the new year just was very stressed out a lot of anxiety very tired hormonal just like super emotional everything was just horrible like the first uh, at least my mindset And the first day of the new year, I cried because I just like could not handle it. Our house has been a mess and just it's been crazy. But a couple days ago, we were ripping up the flooring in our living room. And I just kind of sat back and watched because the day before we had uh, painted a wall a different color and we were ripping up floor. And I just kind of realized like we are having to tear out flooring, repaint walls, fixed the fridge, all this stuff, everything was broken, everything was destroyed. But then I realized like, that's a lot like our spiritual lives. We were literally deconstructing our house, but it parallels to our spiritual journey. And now sometimes you have to rip out old floors, old foundations, you have to tear out walls to put new ones in, you have to take out old ideas that are no longer life-giving, no longer give you joy and to put new ones in. And it just, I feel like I had a complete 180 in my mindset of like, okay, so I can see the beauty in this is it's okay if you have to destroy things to put new beautiful things in. Well, and I just kind of want to add a little bit to that. It's messy one, right? Like, so we have hundreds of nails because we had hardwood floors really nice floors and we had to rip them up and uh the the worst part about it is too whenever we're in the process we're about to rip them up it doesn't really look that bad if you see before photos once the water got out of here once they ran the first round of dehumidification and everything minus a little bit of like kind of a wavy look to it if you look at it in direct light the floors actually looked like they were normal 
And there was a couple of times Elaine and I looked back and forth like, do we really have to rip this up? Is it really that bad? Like it doesn't smell moldy in here. Like nothing seems to be the problem. But then once we started and I kind of just started in a corner just to see what it was going to be like and we ripped it up and underside was black and it was just disgusting and the floor was still wet after three days of dehumidifying after drying it out with vacuums and rags and like soaking up all this water and we thought that it had treated they treated it from the underside of the house and on top and we thought that it was dry and we take up this floor and it's just full of water and it's separating apart and like it is just pulling apart the layers are just falling to pieces and like the subfloor below is still wet all the felt paper which is like this black lining you lay under hardwood floor is just wet and damp and dripping and the wall around the edge was just soft and caving in and it's just nasty and i'm just like just disgusting it's it reeks of like mildew like you know if you uh, take a really hot shower and shut the door for a long time the steam just builds up in there you do that over years you know how bathrooms start to kind of get that musky smell it had that going bad like it was gross and i realized like oh man this looks beautiful on the top but something got up underneath this and is causing problems. And so many times that parallels so well to our faith. We sit here and we're like, man, you know, this isn't so bad. Because you're just looking at it, right? You look at it from the surface level. This isn't so bad. Like, things are fine here at this church. Things are fine with the way I view this. Things are fine with the way I view other people or the way I view God or the way I view politics or the way even just my philosophical stances on life. These are fine. It's all fine. Because you're looking at just the way it was and when you laid it down, it was probably very beautiful to you. It fit the need you had at the time, you know, like this hardwood floor. It fit the need we had at the time when we laid it. It worked. We got a great uh, price on it when we purchased it. It did well for what we were doing. But as we started to grow, we realized how easy it scratched, how having a dog, when we got a dog, uh, Doppler, who's laying right here behind us right now, praying that these machines would just finally get turned off and he can get some sound sleep. He, uh, he gets in there and it just becomes so apparent how easy it scratches and how much it shows dirt and how easy it smudges because it has like a glossy finish to it. And it's like, wow, this is not serving its purpose anymore. But we've already invested so much into it. How do we, like, we're not going to tear it up and try to put more money into it. Like, we can't do that. Well, then all of a sudden we have this leak and water gets up underneath it and starts rotting it, literally rotting it and molding it and mildewing it and separating it from the bottom up. And we dry it up and we try to do damage control and it looks okay. But then when we finally bit the bullet, we're like, no, we're going to have to do something about this. You tear it up and you realize just how gross it is. That's faith. That is our relationship. There are things that when we lay it down, it serves its purpose well. And there's nothing wrong with that. But over time, we adopt other philosophies. We adopt other people's opinions. We adopt other views on life. We adopt other scenarios happen that kind of change. And we, we try to do damage control. But over time, you kind of go, wait, if you take a minute to kind of pry up the boards and look up underneath, you realize just how messed up it is and that it's all got to go. And sometimes you've got to start over and tear it back to where the damage stopped and rebuild. And that is literally deconstruction that is the entire premise of what deconstruction is so as we're talking about all of that i feel like this is a good transition into our words for the year and i'll just go ahead and share my word my word is spiritual and i've only had one other word for the year and that was back in 2014 and it was the word prodigal which 
set the stage for my blog and ultimately my podcast. And that word just really stuck with me. And then shortly after that, uh, Cody and I got together. So I kind of just piggybacked off of his word. I was like, well, we're we're married. We're a unit. Well, that'll just be our word for each year, which, again, served its purpose. It was fine. But this year, well, I guess the last Sunday in 2019, I kind of was like, hey, I kind of want my own word this year. I, I really want something that I can pick up and that I can utilize. And I just feel like it's time for me to focus on a word that specifically speaks to me. That doesn't mean I can't also have Cody's word. That doesn't mean that I can't also reflect on that. But I just wanted something that was for me specifically and, and where God was leading me. And so we hadn't gone to church in a couple months and so we were like, hey, we want to end 2019 by going to church and start 2020 just with that fresh mindset of being around like-minded people and, and just being in the presence of God, whatever that looks like. Which I have issue with that phrasing, yeah. by the way. <laughs> but I think they know what I mean, though. Like you, you're in God's presence all the time. But specifically wanting to be in a church setting for the end of the year and slash the beginning of the new year. And as I was just sitting there in worship, I was praying. I was like, okay, God, like I really want a word for this year. I really want something that's specific to me and that you will show yourself to me specifically through this. And just the word spiritual came up. And I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. Like we talk about spirituality all the time, which is kind of funny because there's this lyric in one of Weezer's song. And it says, I'm spiritual, but not religious. I'm a Libra if it matters. And I don't know why that lyric just always sticks out to me. But specifically the first half of I'm spiritual, not religious. And as we've been doing this podcast, deconstructing, going into all of that, I've kind of realized, like, I want to be more spiritual and less religious. I want to tap more into that. And I think which is kind of the premise of how I started seeing us ripping up floors and putting in new parts of our walls and stuff as a deconstruction process, it paralleled. And so for me, my word is spirituality or spiritual and just tapping into what that looks like for the sheer, whether that be faith, energy, relationships, just seeing the presence of God and just everything that encompasses that specifically for 2020. Yeah, and so with me, um, I, I, I don't know if I've talked about this last year on the show or not, but God has dealt with me for the past 10 years uh, or so, has dealt with me every single year. He gives me a word, and I typically, I, I know it's a word from God specifically because I know people get, well, how do you know it's a word from God? It always comes to me completely spontaneously. It's not something I premeditate. Any premeditated word I get that I try to fit in the box, never, I just don't have the right feeling about it in my gut. And uh, I was sitting here on the 31st, and things were just going crazy. And I was, I laid down, and it was kind of early still in the night. And I was like, you know what, God, I have not taken any time to just kind of pray and figure out like what you're going to deal with me this next year, because God deals with me in one year seasons. He always gives me a word for that year. You know, last year my word was permeate. The year before that it was cultivate, and like it always kind of reveals itself to me throughout the year of what that means. Well. I was laying there. I was like, God, I am tired and I really need to work. And I got to be honest, like church for me, like I wanted to go to church too, just to kind of like, to kind of go. Uh, we have a family member who is going. And I kind of want to just hang out with them and go. And uh, church is 
it wasn't one of those things where I was like, ooh, I need to go to church. I didn't really get anything out of it. As a matter of fact, the, the teacher, which the church that we visit frequently, um, the lead pastor is a fantastic teacher. He's just, he's very thorough in his teaching. I don't always agree with his teaching, but he's thorough in it. And he has a lot of uh, research put into it. He does a good job of eloquently pulling together different views and philosophies. And he does a very good job of explaining the history on that. Well, he was talking about the Magi and like, the origins of the Magi and like the significance they have. Well, uh, if you guys listen to Itinerant, my other show, uh, link in the description, by the way, in the show notes. And uh, so if you listen to Itinerant at all, you know, like I just did an episode on the Magi for Christmas. That was my my first of my two Christmas episodes. So I did that in the beginning of December. And so like everything he was saying, like I literally knew the next thing he was going to be saying. And so it was kind of fun, I guess. But like I didn't get anything major out of it. I didn't get much out of worship. I got much. I enjoyed taking communion. We did take communion. I hadn't taken communion in a little while, so that was enjoyable, and I felt like I, I got a bit of benefit out of that. But uh, I don't really get my time alone to pray to God and stuff in church. And so I was sitting there the 31st at 1030 at night, and Elaine was already asleep. And I was laying there. I was like, okay, God, I need a word. And I'm literally laying there with the lights off with my eyes closed. I'm like, I could fall asleep any minute, but I'm going to lay here until— I get that word because you always give it to me on the 31st without fail. You've done this for years and years and years. So anyway, I'm laying there 1030. Lane's already asleep. And I'm just like, God, I could fall asleep any minute here, but I'm going to do my best to stay awake, whatever it takes to get this word from you. Like I have every other year, like my circumstances are going to dictate that. And as soon as I got through praying, it's like God knew that my attention span was low and I was tired because the word expansive, a year of expansiveness, like busted into my brain. So I hopped up and Elaine like heard me get out of bed. And so I like ran over there and like, I got to write a note down real quick. So I wrote it down. I misspelled it because I was super tired. I had to go back and fix it the next day. But I wrote it in my notepad on my phone. I'm like, okay, that's my word. And I literally just went to sleep and didn't think another thing about it. Uh, I woke up the next day thinking like, ooh, space. I don't know what expansive means. It reminds me of like interstellar. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, so it was a weird word. It kind of it had no other like connotation. I've been talking about that word anywhere. I feel else. like all your words are weird, quote weird words though. Yeah, things they are. that you don't really have in your vocabulary normally. Yeah, that's kind of fair. I mean, like I don't use the word permeate like ever, and that was last year's word. But anyway, so as I was going on, um, I actually was uh, posting on Facebook. Someone had asked like, "Oh, well, what's your word for the year?" You know, like does anyone have a, like a word for the year? I'm like, actually, God does deal with me in words like this, and I went and took a screenshot of my words. I'm like, dang, this is actually really good. When I think of expansive, I think of like growing. I think of like, oh, a widening of something. Like there's more room. That's what I think of expansive. And that's one of the definitions of expansive, having a capacity or tendency to expand. That is one of the definitions. But the other definitions really got to me. And uh, one of them is characterized by high spirits, generosity, or a readiness to talk being open. And I was like, man, that is literally what like this podcast premise is, is high, like showing people that they can live in a higher place of living closer to God, showing, being generous with people and a readiness to talk and being open. That's literally like what I want to strive to be in life. I was like, wow, okay, that's powerful. And then the second one got me even more. And it says characterized by richness, abundance, or magnificence. And even that was like, wow, okay, so on a personal level, like, I want that, like, you know, financially, we have goals, all these other goals. Uh, and even more so just in being satisfied. That was one of my big things that I was I started pushing for in late 2019 was 
just having more gratitude practices. And we just talked about that with Tracy, like on last week's episode of like just sitting there and it's like, wow, God, I have exactly what I need right now in this moment. Yes, our refrigerator is out, but I have the money to go grab food tonight. Uh, we have some grocery, some dry good groceries in there, even if it's just ramen. Like we ate for lunch one night because we don't have much else in the way of uh, of storing stuff right now. So even if it's just that, like we have that. We have the ability to go, you know what? We can go and buy this. We can go and buy food. We can eat the food we have. And that's just, it's a beautiful thing. And I realized like I have exactly what I need. We may not have floors, but we have a dry house to stay. Our bedroom is fine. We have exactly what we need right now in this moment. And so like it just really spoke to me in that. And then even going through this process of literal deconstruction, the parallels is helping me to be more open. It's helping me to be more vocal. It's someone had posted on Facebook just the other day. Of course, you know, all the New Year stuff is floating around everywhere right now. And they had asked, like, what is something that you would pursue if you were not afraid of how people would react to you or would think of you? And I really, I thought about it for a long, hard while. And I kind of realized there's not really anything because this whole season, this whole process that we have been in, all of this that we are going through right now with the podcast and all of the backlash we've received from so many people, it's literally uh, taken away a lot of that fear I have. And I've just realized like, I want to be more vocal and all of that, but that's stuff we're already doing. And I, I, I see an expansiveness in that coming, an expansion of that coming. But this whole thing has just been a huge learning experience. And to me, the beautiful thing about just Cody, specifically like the unity that we have, like in our marriage, I see expansive and spiritual coming together like expanding spirituality expanding what the spiritual realm of things looks like expanding my understanding of god's nature my expanding the nature of people on a spiritual level and i just i just love the beauty of that of that coming together yeah so with all that guys we're gonna go ahead and wrap this episode up i know it's a short one and uh, that's honestly, we have a ton still to do. And so we're trying to get back on track where we can we can get back in here. Our whole studio space right now is just toast. Everything's unplugged. Everything's, we're like running on bare bones right now. But with that being said, we want to wish everyone an amazing 2020. We are praying and sending positivity your way. We want uh, just your spirituality, your your faith, your lives to flourish. And we want to be a part of your conversation. We came out of the holiday season, which is always bittersweet. There's so much good, but there's always so much hard. And now here we are on the other end of that in a new year. So we want to hear from you. We want to know what does 2020, what do you have on the books for 2020? What are you hoping for in 2020? Uh, what was your word for the year? We would love to hear from you. Of course, you can Find us in Nomads. The links to Nomads uh, are in the show notes below. And also anywhere uh, you can find us through email or all of our social media from TheRecklessPursuit.com. Of course, my other show, uh, Itinerant, will be releasing a new episode. Like I said, we took a one-episode break on that, and we'll be back at it. On, I don't know the exact date off the top of my head, but it's not this Thursday, but next Thursday. And Elaine has an episode of her show, The Prodigal Daughter, coming out, which is a more intimate recap of some of the same stuff we've been going through. And she will be diving into that. So be sure and go and find her wherever you're listening to this podcast as well. 
And finally, if you haven't done so so far, go down there and click that review button. Leave an honest review. It helps us to know what you guys love, how to improve, and especially helps those passing by to get a feel for this show without having to trust the hosts. Guys, we love you. And as always, be brave, be bold, and be reckless. We'll We'll talk talk soon. soon.